Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Sochi Carmona. Today, I'm joined by Marissa Elise Melton. Marissa is a 27-year-old Latina entrepreneur, CEO, and founder of Risk Events, LLC, and Mariposa Chicago. She is a mother to a beautiful 10-year-old with special needs and a very cute chihuahua. Marissa was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. She enjoys being being crafty, decorating, and spending time with her loved ones. She has a passion for the community and loves to give back, inspire, and empower other aspiring business owners slash entrepreneurs. She is a full-time event planner. Her passion for helping people and all things decor is visible in the work that she does. So I'm super excited to chat some more with Marissa. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Okay, so before I get into the questions and learn a little bit more about Marissa, we're going to get to learn a little bit more astrologically about Marissa for those of us who want to follow along and get a little more insight into this entrepreneur. I always think it's interesting to learn more about people's placements. And I like to talk about what we call the top three, which is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising. And Marissa was kind enough to send us her placement. So her sun sign is Aquarius, another Aquarius sun sign on the podcast. Business owner, you are like the third, no, fourth one. Oh my gosh. So we had <laughs> Dulce, That's amazing. Dulce Bella Sweets was Aquarius sun. Angemer Echo Con Cariño was an Aquarius sun. And Papelitos Lindos was an Aquarius sun. I was like, Loki, wow. <laughs> I love all of them. <laughs> right. I have another um, business owner who I want to get on the podcast. I'm pretty sure she's Aquarius son too. I feel like honestly, though, like Aquarius, like I'm trying to think of the Aquarius that I know that don't work for themselves. Even my dad's an Aquarius. <laughs> he has his own business. My other friend is Aquarius. They have their own business. And this wow. just makes so much sense in general. When I think of Aquarius, it's definitely they're visionaries. They're progressive. They're unique beings independent humanitarian so it's like I could just see where eventually an Aquarius just like I've got a vision let me run it and here you are you know so it makes sense yes and especially <laughs> in what you're doing um yes. moon sign so our moon sign is our body and our emotions Pisces moon also I can see all this coming together the creativity the event planning we have here very empathetic sign affectionate and very imaginative I could only wonder when people are like, I want this marvelous little feature, but I don't know what, <laughs> come up with something, you know? Yes. And, 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 and our, our Pisces moons, maybe a little bit chill on us here and there, you know, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I haven't met Marissa on that level, but that Pisces moon says it all. <laughs> and then finally, oh my God. We have the rising sign, which is your motivation for life. Something you can also come off as. So if maybe people don't see your sun sign. They might see your rising. Scorpio rising. I love me some Scorpio placements. So Scorpio risings have a lot of presence. Their manner commands respect. You might be quiet or loud, but also seem powerful and determined, intimidating to some and intriguing to others. And for me, Scorpio risings for Gemini are very intriguing to me. They never scare me. I'm like, ooh, layers, layers. Let's awesome. Peel. I Let's love peel. that. <laughs> uh, yes. So we've already learned a little bit about Marissa. <laughs> you now. have, I feel like that like truly kind of says who I am. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. That's why I love astrology. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> okay, so now if you can tell us, tell us a little bit more about yourself. What were you doing before you started Risk Events and Mariposa Chicago? And how did this all start? Yeah, so um, prior to Risk Events, I was actually working at a law firm. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually started Risk Events when I was still at the law firm. Um, my main goal with it was it was just going to be a side hustle. Um, I was kind of pushed into it a little bit. Um, so I started planning like birthday parties and doing decorations here and there. Um, actually, when I got pregnant, um, I kind of put together like my own baby shower and then my daughter's birthdays. Um, so that's why I got into it, I think. Um, 
And so fast forward all so many years, maybe five years, six years, um, we're now working at a law firm. Um, my friends were like, Hey, you should like kind of start like make an Instagram page and start, you know, a, a business, a decoration business. And so I didn't have a name. I didn't have anything. I really didn't even have, I didn't think I wanted to make it a business. I felt like I wanted to keep it as a hobby, but I was already helping so many of my friends and family. They're like, you should just do it. So I'm like, okay, but now I need a name. And um, so they helped me find a name and I just did it. But again, it was super, super part-time when I started, I had no intention of doing it full-time. I had no intention of, um, actually just going full force with it. Um, because it's scary when -hmm. you start a business, you don't know if it's going to work out. You, um, in the beginning, I think we're very hopeful, but again, going into it, I'm like, okay, let's see if this works. Mm-hmm. still had a full-time job and two years into my business I seen it pick up a little bit but you know when you're not paying attention to something it doesn't you it's almost like you can't bring it to its full potential yep. does that make sense mm-hmm. so it was just kind of there and then the pandemic hit and um I got laid off And so I was like, shoot, what am I going to do? And everyone I talked to, you know, like my mom and my friends, they're like, well, you have your business. You can, you can like fall back on that. And I'm like, okay, that's true. But then I remembered, well, we're on lockdown. No one's going to have events. No one's going to have parties. So, um, I'm kind of like rambling here. No, go <laughs> but for it. <laughs> that's that's what I was doing prior to you know risk events during risk events, and then when the pan- pandemic hit, it just really took off. I had all of the time to dedicate to my business. I had the time and space to like sit and rest, you know, because working full time but also doing your business part time or like even on the side, it's still a lot. Um, and and so, being a mom, <laughs> and being a mom. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so, you know, I, I had the time to rest and then really like get creative with it. So I'm like, okay, well, everything shut down, but like, what can I do? Right. Mm-hmm. So many businesses were pivoting. So many businesses were getting creative. Either they were getting creative and like really, really pushing themselves or so a lot of businesses had to close down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I was inspired by, um, just everyone's willingness to like keep going, you know, and, and support each other. And so I just got creative one little thing at a time. And now we're here. (laughs) Um, Prior to Mariposa, that's pretty much all I was doing, just my um, event and decoration business. Well, then I guess that was going to be my question. Cause like, as you're going, I was like, actually, no, that was going to be my next question. But my next question <laughs> is, well, cause that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, you know, you have your business, but when your business is a very in-person focused business. So having those shifts and getting creative with it, PS strong move for an Aquarius son. <laughs> I was I like, yeah, it. of course you're going to do that. Um, <laughs> So like what types of things as an event-based business were you guys pivoting to during this pandemic? Yeah. So when I first started risk events, um, I bought, which many of you listening might know of, um, I bought a cricket machine mm-hmm. and it's basically this machine for those of you who don't know, you know what a cricket is, yeah. right? Tell um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this machine that cuts out materials. So like most mediums like paper, um, vinyl, sticker paper, felt, fabric, so on, right? Anything mm-hmm. that's like thin enough for like a blade to cut it. Um, and it connects to your computer. Anyway, when I started uh, Risk Events, I did a lot of like custom t-shirts. So mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit, I did a lot of like custom mugs, mm-hmm. custom like gift items, like mm-hmm. um, water bottles and, and just things like that. I left it open. Um, but one of the biggest hits was my quarantine birthday packs. Mm. So quarantine birthday packs, it was basically like a very simple, basic balloon garland. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I got into doing balloons and becoming more comfortable with them. Mm. Um, balloons were trendy 
And so it was, you got a, a basic balloon garland, um, like those metallic fringe backdrop things that you could tape on the wall and a custom banner. So like, it was like a, a cardstock banner. You could put like, you could personalize a happy birthday mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. And so it was contactless delivery. Um, I put a little instruction card in there and people loved it. <laughs> so I would go and drop them off on your front porch, whatever, or I would set it up outside for you. Um, and yeah, it was for yeah. a reasonable price. People were excited. They wanted to celebrate. They, mm-hmm. they had the time to like, you know, okay, we'll have a cake at the house and just us, whatever. Um, but they wanted like some decorations to make it fun. So yeah, I feel like that was definitely popular <laughs> that and like what is it like uh a drive by call- Yeah, I hate calling it drive by, <laughs> but you know <laughs> drive by baby showers and stuff right, like that. Right. <laughs> but those probably kept you busy too. Those the graduations were a big thing. Um and then you know a lot of people like after we were kind of creeping out of quarantine slowly to going um people were doing a lot of the just I would go and set up on their lawn, right? Because mm-hmm. then they, they would be in their garage or whatever. So what started as this like small thing gradually became bigger and bigger until we were able to have events. And honestly, I've been booked ever since. That's awesome. <laughs> like what so, are the most like popular events that you do now? I would have to say it's a mix between weddings and birthdays. Mm-hmm. Ooh, birthdays um, because I, yeah. Because I like the, you know, the milestone birthdays, like 10 and 15 mm. and 40 and 80. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I would have thought maybe some uh, babe, <laughs> baby showers for all the COVID you know, pregnancies ha- booming. You're right. <laughs> I have, I have had a lot of baby showers, but I feel like I've had more birthdays and weddings. Mm. Um, I guess maybe not weddings weddings just are they take so much longer to plan so I feel mm-hmm. like I've done so many already because they take so but then long, also but I feel like they're all cramped in whereas mostly it's like are. wedding season but now it's like no we found our date randomly it's a Thursday it's a Sunday it's a you know yep, whatever yep <laughs> exactly a lot of people are having like during the week weddings so oh, that's wow. that's very common uh, like a Friday so um but yeah maybe birthdays baby showers yes but not as many um it's, I get a good mix, you know? Mm. So it's, it's nice. Yeah. And then did, so Mariposa Chicago launched October, 2021, Mm -hmm. like the grand opening, did that launch because of maybe a pickup of events or like, how did that come together where you're like, let's do it, you know, 2021. Um, so that's actually a really interesting story. Um, my, a really good friend of mine and I had started, um, what we wanted to turn into a non-for-profit. And so that was called Collectively Blessed. Um, and so Collectively Blessed was run by m- myself and my friend Celeste. Um, and so our goal for that was doing events for the community. Um, and so we did several events um, or at least donated whatever we could, whether that was decorations or our time volunteering. Um, to any community, whether it was for back to school or, um, you know, a supply drive or um, we did decorations for like multiple other just like drive events, mm-hmm. mainly for back to school because it was during the, the summertime. And so, you know, every summer we, we did like events at churches and stuff like that. And so it was really just like donating our time to the community. Um, so a passion for like really wanting to help our community because we've built this like wonderful network um, with other businesses and people and resources. We're like, okay, well, we have, you know, we can give back. Um, so collectively blessed started. And then we were thinking, okay, well, we're going to need a space, mm-hmm. right. To run a lot of the things that we want to run. Um, so we looked for a space and I had always seen this what's Mariposa now um, vacant for years, driving by it every day, you know, and so, so I was like, well, I know of this one space. It's close by. It's in our community. Let's check it out. And so we go to check it out and it's obviously perfect. 
And so our idea was because we both did events, we would run Mariposa um, together, have these community events. Um, it, it would be a space for us to bring interns in. Like that's another goal of Mariposa is having um, an, an internship program that we can partner with other schools, um, whether it's grammar school students or high school students or even um, younger college students to just be able to bring them in to teach them about arts, all of the arts, whether it's music or, you know, drawing, painting, dancing, um, building props, mm -hmm. event stuff. Uh, that's really what we wanted to get a space for, for the community. Um, and so now it's, it's the same thing. I do events, so it just made sense. Like I would run all of the events there um, since I'm an event planner and do the decorations and stuff. So it was really just like, a passion project that turned into what we really have always been wanting to do for the community. And that's just provide like support and a safe space um, and just to network and do whatever we can to help families and businesses and um, women. So, yeah. <laughs> Does that add? I'm like, oh my God, that feels like a mouthful, but. No, That's but helpful. I mean, it makes sense with what you do, but then also it's like your event planning props, I'm thinking storage space too, or just yeah. in general, like at some point, a lot of people can like do work from home and, but once it starts taking over your garage, your home, like it's nice to also have like your own little space and especially for like events, stuff like that. Um, yeah, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> That makes yeah. sense. And then for anybody who doesn't know, um, I don't know if we mentioned it. I know you said like in the community South side, but Mariposa Chicago is located in McKinley Park, which honestly, yes. I just felt like a space like that in that area was just awesome. It's right across the street mm -hmm. from the orange line. And because mm -hmm. like right away, I'm just thinking of like just in general for Latinos, like you want to have mm -hmm. celebrations, you want to have birthday parties, you want to have baby showers, bridal showers. But who's got the space and who's got the space within your neighborhood, within the community too? like those can get, right. you know, kind of extravagant and crazy. And just in general, mm -hmm. just trying to squeeze someone or all the people into a spot. But to be able yeah. to be like, hey, let me do it in my neighborhood. Let me do it in a spot that I love where I don't have to travel too far from, I think is just like awesome. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we have been hearing that a lot, like from a lot of our neighbors, you know, McKinley Park needed this kind of space. And we're just honestly so happy to be able to provide it. Like I'm grateful every day that I get to have a space for people to come and do anything and everything they want. And having all of these future plans that are only going to help the community, like that's, I, I, I just, it like fuels, mm -hmm. you know, me every day. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> you also, going. yeah, because you guys do what, workshops, classes, galleries, pop-ups. Like, can you tell me like what uh, yeah. certain type of themes those have been that you guys have had so far and what you plan to more of? Yeah. So um, our vendor events, they are basically by like season or holiday. Um, since we opened in October, we've had one, you know, for fall, for Halloween. Um, we had one for Christmas. Um, we're going to have one um, coming up, actually, uh, that I was going to reach out to you about. <laughs> but but um, we're going to have this Latino networking event um, next week. So uh, we're, we're probably going to have another vendor event at the end of January and then obviously one for um, Valentine's Day and then so on, you know, like all of the little holidays will probably have a vendor mm -hmm. event for I feel like a lot of local businesses, they, they tailor a lot of their products to the seasons and the holidays, mm -hmm. um, like St. Patrick's Day and everything. So uh, we'll have an event for businesses basically once or twice a month. Uh, we also do kind of like fun pop-ups like we did one for Christmas and Halloween where the community can come out and take pictures in front of like photo op stations um, do arts and crafts with the kids um, for either for free or for like five dollars um, we try to keep things as minimal as possible um, and then we're gonna have a yard sale <laughs> oh, nice. uh, so we just do like all kinds of things like all kinds of creative fun events um, what else have we done <coughs> we've done we do yoga every Tuesday we're expanding that to kids yoga um, oh, that's cute. So we'll be, yeah so we'll be doing kids yoga and adult yoga 
um, twice a week, basically. Uh, we're bringing in book clubs. So we'll have a kids book club and a, a young adult book club and um, like another adult book club. So we're trying to fill this space with as many things to do for our community to come out um, and have somewhere to like gather and, and feel like they can get out of the house safely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so no big groups and stuff like that, but we, we plan on hopefully having more classes. We eventually want to get like a Zumba class in there and a dance class and just we're open to anything. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I feel like the possibilities are endless for that. <laughs> they really are. So we're trying to get everyone in there that we can. Well, good thing. You're a great coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And so like with you know, risk events and Mariposa Chicago, especially because, you know, I had a friend who did like events, planning, coordinating, and especially when it comes to like decorating, you like you're working with all these crazy like structures, like you basically yeah. like sometimes even live at Home Depot. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, so who is part of the team? Do you like have anybody helping you with like setup stuff <clears throat> like that? Like, is it just you? Like, can you tell me a little more? Y- yeah. So, um, I feel like my team is ever changing, <laughs> um, but the base of my team, you know, the, the core, it's really just me, my parents, um, and my cousin who is my assistant. Um, so my parent and Camila, which is my daughter. <laughs> so Camila will rarely help me, um, but she does like the help. She does like to come along for the ride. She likes to come and see me set up things sometimes. Um, and so my cousin, uh, she's 17. And so she's in high school. And we started, I brought her onto the team um, this past spring. Mm-hmm. And then my she basically goes with me to every event, helps me set up. So it's mainly me and her. Um, I've had other, a couple of other people, you know, come with us to assist. Um, but she's like my main assistant. And then my parents, uh, my mom and my dad, who build um, and help build all of my props. So like any backdrops that you see, they've probably built the base for, um, I pretty much give them the idea and they figure out how to build it. Tell me what would be the easiest, the cheapest sometimes. Um, and then we go from there, but yeah, they, they help me with everything, including, you know, sometimes coming to help break down an event. Um, so that's my team for risk events. Uh, my boyfriend will also occasionally help. <laughs> um, so and then for Mariposa Chicago, um, it started off as me and my friend. Um, and then we just kind of pivoted a little bit um, because my availability, I had more, a little bit more availability. And so now um, I'm doing Mariposa kind of alone. Um, but I have a lot of support from, you know, our friends and family and a lot of our customers that come into Mariposa um and the people that we have teaching classes there so it's it's a community effort I think um I pretty much just keep the doors open (laughs) I feel like that's usually how it starts too Mm -hmm. you know a lot of it starts with the primas and the primos helping out yeah the parents and especially even for like that type of work it's maybe even contracted to you know like who has some sort of skills that can handle some things and so it'll probably grow from there like you have yeah like you said your main people and then you're you know kind of coming in and out (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm hoping our team will grow. Um, but you know, it's hard. It's hard. I still consider the business is small. Um, and it's hard starting off. So we're, we're in our first, um, I've had risk events for four years and Mariposa for only a couple months. So we're still in our first five year, uh, oh, yeah. period, you know, <laughs> Oh, for sure. I feel like it, it's, it's crazy. It almost flies by, but it's like, holy crap. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And it's so much work, but it's like, the most rewarding work ever when you're when you're doing something that you love and that you're really passionate about Mm -hmm. um you know yes it does get stressful and yes it it can become tedious sometimes and overwhelming but at the end of the day I think I always go to bed happy and I wake up really happy um to be able to do what I love and and help people so yeah it's great Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean it is a lot and like as you're just kind of you know, mentioning, so, you know, you're running risk events and Mariposa Chicago, and you had mentioned you have a 10 year old daughter with special Mm -hmm. needs. And for me, Mm -hmm. this kind of came up more so of a question because my husband currently is working as a special education classroom assistant, um, with CPS. So I feel like this is more of a common topic every day for us now a little bit more. Um, and 
he's working at a school, a public school where it's kind of like the support is there's actual support in a way, whereas a lot of public schools don't get support um, in that field. So for me, it was just kind of like, I feel like a part of me was like, do you know, as a mom, do I ask this question? Because at the same time, like, you know, with men, you don't get like working dads, you know, but yeah. usually the story when it comes to dads, it's like, okay, you had a passion, you started a business and you go, 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 go. But I bring this up also because like for moms, it's very much it's like, okay, cool. Like you start a business or you have your full-time job. Plus you start a, uh, another <laughs> business, you know, and guess what? Yeah. As much as maybe if you have a partner, don't have a partner, a lot of the times the child care, you know, or even if it's just naturally to you does land on a mom. So it's like, I want to bring this up because it's almost like an ode to you where it's like, uh, yeah, girl, you're doing a lot. But then also it is, you yeah. know, with a child who has special needs. So it does require a little bit more like time and attention. And I don't know if she is mm-hmm. getting that support at school. So I can only imagine the amount of support, you know, you would have at home. So how does that kind of play into everything that you're doing? Yeah, I, you know, I've been, I feel like I've been really, really blessed with a lot of support um, from my family, more specifically, my parents. Um, I got pregnant when I was really young. Uh, I was 17 when I had my daughter. And I, you know, this is going to sound weird to some people, but it, this is just really real. And it's the truth. Um, I feel like I always wanted to be a mom. I feel like some women have either always known um, and some women have it. And that's totally fine. I think I was one of those women that always knew that I wanted to be a mom. Um, and luckily, I was blessed with super supportive parents. And even though at the beginning, they were disappointed um, at the end of it, you know, they're like, OK, well, we're going to help you and support you as much as we can. They didn't turn away from me um, or turn me away. Um, and, uh, Camila's dad, we have a very, very good relationship. He's married. Um, and so we have this very like beautiful blended family, um, where we can really like rely on each other and support each other, the three of us. Um, and so I think in that sense, I've been blessed. So when I'm busy, when I'm working, um, Camila will either come along with me or my like I'll work something out with my parents where they'll take care of her for me um, and she'll hang out with them um, or she's in school while I'm working uh, or she's with her dad we have a split schedule so it really works out I don't know I guess it's everything has just fallen into place um, thinking back on it you know it's it's like we worked really hard to get here in our relationships with each other so that we can be the best support for Camila she has, she also goes to a really amazing school. So she has a lot of support um, from her therapists and her teachers. And early on when I had her and I found out she um, had Down syndrome, again, like I just knew I wanted to do everything right for her. Mm-hmm. So we had great supportive um, doctors who steered us in the right direction. Um, we had really great supportive like therapists um we did early intervention with her at home so I think that starting off really early with her care and like everything that she needed was super critical um to her being as high functioning as she is today um and I got blessed you know 85% of uh babies well this is a statistic from 10 years ago but about 85% of of babies um who have Down syndrome do not make it out of the womb alive Uh, so that being like one of the things that could have been possible, I'm just super grateful, uh, for that. She, she made it (laughs) and, you know, a lot of babies with Down syndrome, they, they have some health issues. And so Camila, uh, really didn't. And so I think we were really, again, blessed and fortunate to not have had such a, a harsh, a harsher critical um, medical condition with her other than having Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, she is honestly just like any <laughs> normal 10 year old. Um, she's super sassy and fun and vibrant and just um, the life of the party. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been blessed in so many areas uh, just with her and just with the support. So I think that's, that's how we kind of, make it through every day. 
But that's awesome because without yeah. the support, it would probably be like so much harder just in general to like do everything just in general do and like be a mom. Yeah. Um, but then I was just like thinking about it and I was like looking at that Pisces moon, like going back to that. that I, I feel like that nurturing that just like such empathetic caring, it, it almost like it equips you with like the tools in a way. Also, even that Scorpio rides, I feel like water signs in general and like <laughs> working with kids. My husband is also Scorpio rising. So I feel like it's like they have that extra level of like understanding and being able to yeah. like take that in. So it just equips you with that. So I was just like, just Pisces moon. <laughs> and like the fact that you said, yeah. like, I've always wanted to be a mom. Like that is such a Pisces moon placement response. Like I just knew like there's such the water signs are just so nurturing in that way. So, yeah. And like having a business is also like having your own baby. So it's like, I mean, I wanted to be a mom, so I'm gonna be a human mom and business mom one, business mom two. So right, right. Just just nurturing all the things. Nurturing everything, everything. Yeah. Dang, it's your funny, boyfriend um, must be taken care of. No. <laughs> he he honestly takes care of me, wow. um, which I think is super important. <laughs> um, and obviously, another completely different topic, but I will say, I'm a huge um, advocate for healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. uh whether it's friendships you know uh, family relationships and romantic ones um and I found myself a really a really great supportive partner who takes care of me since I'm busy taking care of everything else <laughs> everything so, and everyone everyone freaking out at their events all the brides <laughs> oh my goodness yes my brides I love them I love them I've had about <laughs> I've had about seven brides and um they're, they were also different, but, but I love planning weddings. Absolutely. Oh so yeah, I keep, I keep it together, I guess, for everybody. There you <laughs> and go. lose my shit on my own. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You cry in your own time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. But it's a lot. It's chaotic. And if there's a chaotic world, it's definitely event planning. Um, for sure. I feel like Scorpio Risings are good at dealing with the chaos. So there you go. You got this. <laughs> I call myself a, a chaos coordinator. So. Yeah, basically. Oh my gosh, I couldn't. I could not. I was just trying to plan <laughs> my own. And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> it's like juggling. It's like juggling. And I don't know, you know, some of us, we were gifted with the vision of, you know, whether you know how to paint or, you know, with, with different talents. But I feel like my brain just does these weird things mm -hmm. <laughs> where it's they, it like car, car, compartmentalizes everything and then it's just I don't know it's just the way my brain works so well I feel like <laughs> your, your big three your sun and the moon and rising are very supportive in this because Aquarius is very much the visionary the Pisces is very much that imaginative creative how we're going to execute mm -hmm. this and then you got the Scorpio rising is the patience there for it all so you've got well a great it makes combo. sense <laughs> Yes. Uh, thank God. <laughs> so you're doing what you were crazy. meant to do. <laughs> yeah, it really does feel like that. I, I say that all the time. I'm so grateful to have been able to find my like calling in life and to be Your interested purpose. in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my purpose. Um, I think I just like posted a reel about that. Like I, I feel so grateful to have found my purpose and like really like dive deep into it. Um, and I yeah, I've just been super blessed for sure. I feel like some people, they find, they find their purpose and maybe they don't like, I don't know, they don't want to go for it or they, you know, so. It can be fear yeah. a lot too. Yeah. Moving yeah. past the fear. That's the hard part for a lot of us. For sure. For sure. It's yeah. I, I, I like that quote where it says, do it scared. Mm. Um, do it fearful. Mm -hmm. So true. So real. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like this thing in me that like, likes the adrenaline rush. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah. That's me every day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love your videos. I'm still like working up the courage to do something like that. You just have the best one. <laughs> and the Selena one that you posted uh, what, today. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I love them so much. So you're awesome for that. <laughs> Thank you. But it's usually like, I was honestly a little hesitant to post that one, but really, I don't know why, where I'm like, will this hit? Will people see it? But what I've learned is the one, and it's usually all of the videos that I'm most hesitant and even afraid to post usually end up being like my almost most viral moment ones. 
you know? Yes. Yes. I believe that. I believe that. I'm glad that you get past that, like fear every single time. It, do you ever feel like you get past this one fear and then you're just like continuing to like level up and level up and level up? Like mm-hmm. it's like this domino effect almost. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. The only way I get past it now is just like, fuck it. And just press it. Just go. Just yeah. go. Ah, and then freak out in between. <laughs> I posted it. I went to go walk my dog and I was like, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to look at my phone. And I was like, oh, I failed. It's a failure. It's a failure. And then I was like, girl, just wait, like five, just wait like five minutes. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think they're so funny. They're super relatable. They're great. Uh, I love them. I love them. So keep doing them. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you start. Just do it. Just do it. Just start okay. and you'll get better okay. and you'll get better. Honestly, <laughs> it's just like getting used to it, getting comfortable and just keep going. And eventually, you know, if you're like, nobody likes them, it's like, if you like them, someone else is going to like them. That's true. That's true. Great advice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Well, before I get into the lightning round questions with yeah. both businesses, what do you mm-hmm. feel like has been the most challenging part about running uh, your business businesses? Oh, Lord, let me think about this. (laughs) Most challenging. I think the most challenging thing um, would have to be staying organized. Mm. Um, And that might sound like weird to to all of you guys listening, like I'm a planner, but it's, (laughs) you know... (laughs) aren't you supposed to be the most organized I try my best I really do um but because I think I'm juggling two businesses um and all of these like creative ideas and and essentially a lot of people um I'm I feel like I'm managing a lot of different parts and people in like certain areas of my work um it's hard to stay organized with everything I have I have systems that I use you know but um because life happens, mm-hmm. it just can be so hard. You know, just the other day, I thought it was Sunday and it was really Saturday. And I'm like planning everything for Monday, not realizing that Monday is actually my day off and mm-hmm. Tuesday is like my Monday. So yeah. it's just sometimes you get in those moments where you're like, holy crap. Okay, relax, take a breather, you know, regroup. Mm-hmm. But, um, I use my calendar and my planner and my notes and, you know, everything in my booking system to try to keep me together, but it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard. So that's maybe one of the most challenging things. Um, I feel like I have now gotten to the point where I have a really good balance with my schedule. Um, and it's all about like making time for everything and actually like scheduling out time for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I never had a day off before and now Sundays and Mondays are my days off. Um, rarely on a Sunday, I'll have to work like risk events or Mariposa if someone books something, but um, I'm trying to just keep a balance. And mm-hmm. so that might also be a challenging thing, but somehow, I don't know, I make it work. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I feel like when you say organization, I feel like the things that you do the most that's a big part of what you do maybe not so much challenging maybe challenging but more even like it can become overwhelming sometimes Mm -hmm. because you do so much of it because that's the core of what you do it's like for me it's like the content creation it's like it's you can get burnt out from it you know in a way that's all you're thinking of that's all you're that's circling through your brain and when you're doing it for multiple different things multiple different platforms like that's probably yeah (laughs) I would yeah. yeah that's that would also be I think the other thing that's really challenging is social media and keeping up and and trying to you know we're in the day and age where social media is like how we market ourselves and our businesses Um, more specifically, I think Instagram. And Mm -hmm. so it's hard to just keep up with everything. And like, you know, they say like, make a, make a, um, a a posting calendar, a posting guide and stuff. And, you know, to be honest, I feel like every day it's something new. Every day there's like this new thing and this new tip and this new, I'm just like, when will it end? <laughs> and that's just Instagram. And there's the other platforms yes. that you got to keep up yes. with too. 
Yes. And I really just focused on Instagram Mm -hmm. Um, because until I'm, you know, at the point where I can hire on all of these people who can handle these things, like, let's just be real. Mm -hmm. Like you're real that you posted the other day introducing the team like I'm all of those people yep. <laughs> you know um so even though I think you know we're really the main ones behind our businesses doing everything even if we have help um because help setting up and help building things that's really just like 25 percent of of my business of one of my businesses you know mm-hmm. um so yeah I would agree with that <laughs> oh my gosh yeah for sure well oh okay that was a good one well yeah. <laughs> Before we end, <clears throat> wanted to do a lightning round question. So just kind of first okay. things that come to mind. If you get a little rambly and extra, that's totally okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. So first question, who is a Latina that inspires or motivates you? Oh my gosh. Like someone who's like famous or someone who's just like, like anyone. I've got a variety of different answers. (laughs) Um, Wow. I feel like I have so many. (laughs) Go for it. Shoot them out. Shoot them out. Um, I really, really, obviously, really um, love Selena. She's not with us anymore, but you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Let me see. Right. If you know, you know. Um, My mom, for sure. (laughs) um who else wow I I have so many friends that I feel like I'm inspired by every day um but some some business owners that I think have really inspired me lately um would have to be the owner of uh Demi Tierra oh I think I've heard of them yeah. yeah um they're my favorite favorite skincare brand um she really inspires me. Um, very, very humble and, and genuine, genuinely kind person. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like I'm like not prepared for ah, brain farts. <laughs> now all the brain farts. I wrote that all one down though. Farts. I was like, Ooh, right. maybe for next podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. Um, gosh, I honestly, I just want to do like a general, like every woman that I have worked with that I have met, um, you know, whether you're coming to, uh, one of our, our vendor events, I'm inspired by all of them, all of them, just everyone is so different. And so I think all of the women in my life, like they inspire me in some way or another, I mm-hmm. can't give like many specifics because I do truly feel like it's everybody, like it's all of them. Um, so yeah, other than my mom <laughs> and Selena, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All the love um, to all the mujeres. Yeah. Well, I love that you yes. said Selena because I feel like that's um I like showered before this podcast and I was like mm, after yesterday's video I was like mm, Selena vibes let's 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 get in the mood yes. but like yeah sometimes you just gotta she does it <laughs> she does she does honestly my grandma loved her so yeah nice okay next question what is mm-hmm. the best piece of advice you have ever received oh. Um, to always remain teachable, um, to always remain a student, um, and honestly, just to do it scared Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to keep going, to keep going. But yeah, it's definitely been, um, to always be teachable because we always have something to learn. Um, and we always have kind of like some, another, I don't want to say like a level, like to level up, but, um, there's always room to grow. Mm-hmm. I feel like we learn one thing and then it's like, okay, well, how else can I um, grow in this area? You know? So mm-hmm. I really love that, that adv- piece of advice that someone gave me. I feel like, yeah, in order to grow, you have to be open to learning like something new. Cause like mm-hmm. I, that I think resonates because it's just like, there's people who are like, I know it all. Like, I know this, you can't help me, blah, blah, blah. But yes. it's like, you're not going to grow that way. So I, I love that one. <laughs> yeah exactly okay and then for the next question I'm not sure if this is part of one of the ones you mentioned if you have another one but let me know Mm -hmm. what is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like one of yours um I would say again just do it scared uh reach out for help 
ask questions, um, like go to people who have already done what you want to do. Uh, that's also a really good piece of advice that, I, that I've heard is um, to go to, you know, whoever's already doing it, um, whether it's just for one year or five years or 20 years, um, you're going to learn something. Also to um, volunteer or work for uh, whatever business you're trying to um, acquire or, you know, go into. I was actually just thinking about that today on my, on my way back home is that, you know, people should, it would be good. They would gain some good tools and knowledge of like the background of a business by actually working for them or volunteering for them or like interning for them. Um, just to kind of get an idea of how things work. Mm -hmm. So that would be, that would be it. And to always remain teachable. Nice. Okay. Next question. What is the best resource that has helped you along your journey? This can be a book, podcast, app, workshop, etc. Oh man. I took a couple workshops. Um one of them being in like so I also have it's not really up and running right now, but I also have like a home decor store. But I, I took this like um I guess you can call it a workshop to like learn how to build your own like online store. Mm -hmm. um, but it taught me a lot about business and marketing in general. So that was a really good tool and resource for me. Um, honestly, a lot of like self help and mental health and awareness, um, emotional awareness, like whether it was like going to therapy or um, watching YouTube videos or just uh, reading books, it was like, con you know, constantly trying to be a better me and I feel like I'm still on that journey mm -hmm. um I feel like I'll always be on that journey to be a better me and have a better mindset and stuff um so definitely just always try to look for ways that again you can grow mm -hmm. whether it's waking up earlier or getting on a, on a good schedule or going to sleep or drinking more water or reading this book that's going to like expand you know your knowledge uh, that would be another thing that's really helped. And, and honestly, just, I think surrounding myself with like-minded people, um, and really like changing, uh, what I feed myself, right. Whether it's mentally, mm -hmm. like visually, whatever I'm listening to, um, social media, I've unfollowed a lot of, you know, kind of like talk quote unquote toxic accounts, mm -hmm. um, or just things that made me feel like really crappy. Um, reconsidering friendships reconsidering relationships I think just like it's it's never like one or two things so that's why I try to really give like some good examples for all around because it's it's like a complete change um if you it's like a lifestyle change that you kind of have to do mm -hmm. so Dang. yeah no I agree <laughs> with like a lot of that and especially like I second for like the therapy too because I feel like I started yes my therapy like journey a little bit right before I was going to get into the business journey. Cause I was like, I'm going to face some shit. <laughs> so yeah. it would be great, but it's the self-awareness I think that has helped a lot. Whereas I feel like had I not been in therapy while starting running and currently, you know, doing this business, I feel like I would not be making the decisions that I'm making. I would not feel as confident. Like it's definitely helped with like those gut decisions, um, Absolutely. just being comfortable with like those decisions and yourself and knowing you're headed in the right direction. And actually it's funny because we had scheduled this meeting. We're like, Oh, should we do it at like 1 PM? And I was like, Oh crap. I forgot. I actually had my therapy appointment at 1 PM. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, let's do it at two 30. But I was like, give me a buffer. Give me like 30 minutes. I don't know what type of therapy session we're going to get into the feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it though. <laughs> but it's like, oh, honestly, yeah. I would not be the same person if, you know, it wasn't for that. And I think whether you're starting a business just in life, if you want to grow, I second that or just finding something. That's why I think for me, like I love astrology um, mm -hmm. because it's once again, it's that self-awareness, you know, everybody's got their own thing. But I think for me, that's how, you know, it's like, how are the stars aligned today? <laughs> you know, that type of thing, but find something yeah. that works for you and like your own personal growth. I love it. Agreed. Yeah. I think that I always urge anyone to, to seek therapy, even if it's just for a check-in. Mm -hmm. I think we can all really like, like you said, it, it can really, whether you're starting a business or not, 
um, talking to like an unbiased person can really help you um, and even helping your like decision making, uh, like you mentioned as well, sometimes we second guess ourselves. And so having someone to like check in with and say like, hey, am I crazy? <laughs> you know, is this is this a crazy thought? Um, should I do think like, you know, and you talk, you talk through it. So I think that it's a, it's one of the best tools to have for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. And last questions, where can listeners connect with you online? Um, I'm going to say my Instagram, uh, they can also email me, but Instagram is just kind of, you know, I feel like a lot of people have Instagram. My email um, for all of my accounts are on each of my Instagram accounts. Um, so I'm at Mariposa Chicago. Um, it's Mariposa period Chicago. And then um, my decor page is uh, at risk events. So R-I-S period events. And that's plural. Um, they can connect with me on there or my email. So Marissa at risk events.com or Marissa at Mariposa Chicago.com. Um, or honestly, they can just come in and see me. <laughs> come into Mariposa and, and come hang out and see me and talk. And, you know, I'm always open. Um, never mind, like, lending an ear or some encouraging words. So I love that. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever in the McKinley Park neighborhood, follow Mariposa Chicago. If you ever want to shop local events, check out workshops. Just check out what's going on in the neighborhood and the south side. We yep. got a little couple fun things to do. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. And I will link all the social media handles and information on the show notes for everybody to check out. But that was my last question. So I just want to say thank you very much, Marissa, for joining us today on the Work Miha podcast. It was fun to get to know you a little bit more. So everybody make sure to follow on Instagram to keep up with risk events and Mariposa Chicago. Thank you all so much. Make sure to stay tuned for more episodes. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. (laughs) 